All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod. There is another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Four thirty-five. Jeff Katz, News Radio WRBA. I know I'm being a pain, but if you have not yet ordered your politics and pints tickets, I'm urging you just to do it already. Get off the dime. This has sold out every single time we've done this. It's been years now that we've been doing it. And I know what you're thinking, Jeff. It's it's the name. That's what makes it so attractive. You're right. I came I came up with a name. I, I still remember the meeting that we were having. The other option, somebody else, uh, after I offered mine, said, well, what about, uh, what about pints and politics? Uh, no, you, know, you don't want to lead, lead with the alcohol. You want to lead with the, the issues, things we're going to discuss. Obviously, politics and pints has worked. So, if you would like to go, you've got to head on over. NewsRadioWRBA.com, NewsRadioWRBA.com. Get your tickets. I always urge people to buy an extra ticket, and people think, oh, come on, you're just trying to sell the tickets. Well, I am trying to sell the tickets, but I want to make sure you don't miss out, and I want to make sure that friends of yours don't miss out, because I've had this situation where people say, well, I bought myself a ticket because I knew so-and-so was going to go, and by the time they got around to ordering the ticket, well, guess what? They were all gone. Now, you know, I, I got a, well, anyway. So get the extra ticket. Say to your buddy, hey, don't worry about it. Pay me back. I got the ticket for you. But again, the only way you can get them, please don't send me emails. Please don't text if you know me or call me if you know me or Facebook message me. I don't have any tickets. It's just as simple as that. I don't have free tickets. I don't have tickets for sale. I don't have tickets. Newsradiowrba.com, the only way to get them, and they are going fast. It's very, very limited seating. March the 22nd, the Ashland Theater, beautiful, beautiful theater in Ashland. Okay. How can you keep yourself safe online? That is one of the things we always talk about with uh, our good friend Craig Peterson. We also um, are taking a look, or I'm taking a look anyway, at the Kindle store where apparently there's a whole bunch of AI, artificial intelligence stuff, that's these, I I was going to say these people, but they're not people. These things are writing books. Uh, Craig is joining us. Craig, now you are not AI, right? You are a real, live, honest-to-goodness person. I am. Hi, Jeff. Yeah, this, Hi. this is a real problem. And uh, I obviously I discussed it in the newsletter a little bit. And we've got a feature tip this week, too, about how to fort not your files on Windows. And the, yes. again, this is all free stuff. But yeah, ChatGPT has really hit the world by storm. It came out last year in November. And it is the fastest growing technology and the fastest growing website in history. So you've got to figure people are going to be using it and misusing it. And so now they're showing up in the Kindle store and some of them are attributed to ChatGPT. Some of them aren't. But you might be wondering what could possibly go wrong. (laughs) Well, now, wait a minute. First of all, I have to dial it back a second because you're telling me that this thing, 
the fastest growing website in history has eclipsed every single nudie site and every cute photo of kitten site. That's what the interwebs were built for. This is amazing to me. Yeah, it absolutely is. Yeah, it has grown faster than anybody. You know, you look at the graphs and how long it took Facebook to get to where it is and yeah. Google to get to a million users. And whereas they all took six months to years, what we're looking at here now with the chat GPT is it just took a couple of weeks, really, to hit the million user mark. That's how popular it is. All right. So first of all, explain what GPT stands for and then tell me what it can do. Yeah, this whole chat GPT thing is part of OpenAI. This is a company that was started by our friend Elon Musk. And Elon really wanted this to grow. You know, he's afraid of artificial intelligence. In fact, he said that's part of the reason why he wants to colonize Mars is just in case our robot overlords, to whom I say all praise be to you, uh, <laughs> take, over, take over the world and we should be on Mars as well. But what ChatGPT is, it's, it's called a generative pre-trained transformer is what it's called. And if you've ever used it, you know, it answers questions. Now, the way it answers questions is it has been very busy gathering all kinds of information online. Some of it is information that it did not have the right to even get its hands on. That's a, a different story here, and there's some lawsuits in the works. But when you ask it a question, what it really is doing is looking at what would the next right word be? And it figures out that word based on the basically word association with what it's read online, and it's been fed a whole lot of chat scripts as well as the websites Wikipedia has been fed into it. So when you use it, Jeff, you notice it, it like comes up with a word. It might sit there for a little bit, and then it'll come up with maybe a couple of words and then a couple more. That's what it's doing. It's generating something that looks like English. Uh, it's written reasonably well, but is entirely based on information it was trained on. Wow. So... I just came back from visiting my uh, my oldest son. He's a, uh, a junior at Stanford. Uh, now, those kids are all wicked smart, so they probably don't need this. But some of these college kids and high school kids and middle school kids would be able to just feed a couple of words in from a homework assignment and have it churned out. Is that correct? Oh, you are right. And I've done a demo on the air on the radio about this before. Uh, you can ask it about uh, Emperor Constantine and and why did Rome fall, and it will give you a whole bunch of stuff. You can ask it, hey, write me a whole essay, write me 500 words. Now, ChatGPT is just one of these. There are many others out there, but it's the one most people are using. So places like Stanford, other universities, all the way on town through elementary schools, have been very worried about it. Many companies have banned its use because remember, it's generating something that looks like written English, that looks like it's, it's sentient almost. In reality, it's not. In reality, it's wrong. So as any good entrepreneur would do, they are generating this stuff that's coming out of ChatGPT, and now you can buy a service that tries to determine <laughs> 
if it was generated by ChatGPT, <laughs> and right now it's right about 25% of the time, but I'm sure they will tune that up a little bit. But it's a big concern for businesses, and yeah. it's obviously a concern for the educational institutions. Oh, heck yeah. So definitely a concern over there. And and if you get the assignment from your boss, hey, I, I need a report on, you know, the, uh, I don't know, the, uh, the the Bismarck files, and you just go to your chat GPT and go, hey, crank out six pages for uh, for my boss, and hey, you're mm-hmm. good to go. Wow. Yeah. And, and remember, it's not intelligent. We you know we call it AI, artificial intelligence. Yeah. We're not near that yet. And most experts are still predicting that that moment where it kind of becomes self-conscious, but it actually thinks is still 20 to 30 years from now. So if, if you want to use something, if you have to write an email, if you have to write a document or do some research, you can go to ChatGPT. I do this, and it kind of gets rid of the writer's block, and it gives you a kind of a crummy first draft <laughs> that you can use for writing something. But okay. it is not authoritative. There are many problems with it. And now, as you mentioned, the Amazon Kindle store is getting worried because so many people are using it to just spit out books, basically. You, you have to do it a piece at a time, but without really editing them, without being an expert themselves. And there is a lot of garbage because it's just word association. So it's it's word salad, kind of like our vice president engages in, is what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly like that. It, it's just a bunch of word salad. You got it. But it wow. sounds better than the vice president. <laughs> yes. Uh, I'm, uh, yeah. Well, okay. Now, let me ask you, because I'm so far over time, but it doesn't matter because I'm so far over time. How do I Fort Knox these Windows files? And I, I'm not going Apple. I told you. I, I, I floated that idea to Heidi and... Man, I've still got bruises from that conversation. So, 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 so how do I make my Windows stuff uh, secure, finally? Okay, well, this is in the newsletter this week. If you missed the newsletter, you can just email me, me at craigpeterson.com, and ask for this, and I'll send it to you. But here's the bottom line. You have a lot of files on your Windows computer. You've got spreadsheets, you know, Excel files, Word documents, many others. I've got a step-by-step guide in here that my bride helped to write and put together. She's been kind of kicking me to do these feature tips that tells you here's how you can encrypt a folder and everything in it. Here's how you can encrypt individual files so that if someone does get in, steals those files, you're okay. And I've got to tell you, ransomware has changed. Ransomware used to be encrypt your files, pay us, and maybe you can get your files back now. The first step is let's steal your files. Let's see what's in them. See if we can sell it. And then we will go ahead and blackmail you saying we're going to release them. So this is a great tip. And I love your term, Fort Knoxing your files on Windows. And it's just an absolutely free tip again this week. I love it. So how do we get signed? I'm I'm signed up, of course, because I'm ahead of the class, me and my chat GPT. But uh, how does everybody else avail themselves of this? Well, go to my website. It's just craigpeterson.com slash subscribe, craigpeterson, P-E-T-R-S-O-N.com slash subscribe. And we send these out every week. There's no obligation. I'm not trying to nail you with a million marketing messages. I want to help people. I got nailed myself. It's been uh, about 30 years ago when I was on the Internet and my business got nailed. 
and I, I've been trying to help people ever since. I love the fact that you you can really hold a grudge. And, Craig, you have turned it into <laughs> a marvelous service. Always appreciate talking to you. Look forward to chatting with you again next week. That's our pal Craig Peterson, and it is craigpeterson.com. If you're not yet signed up for his newsletter, please go and do it ASAP. Jeff Katz, News Radio, WRBA. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app.